Ballet Monday, where Rachel talks all things ballet and fitness, sharing strategies and techniques to help you start, grow, and create a thriving business using your passion for ballet and fitness. And here's your host, Rachel Withers. Hi there, hi there, and welcome to um, another Hello Monday. I know I haven't been uh, been doing them quite as frequently uh, as I have in the past, but welcome to another Hello Monday where we talk about ballet, we talk about fitness, and we really talk about the, the topics of building your own dance, ballet-inspired fitness business, really using your passion for ballet and for dance. So hello, welcome to those who are joining us today. Please say hello. I always love to know who we're, uh, who I'm talking to. And tonight it's going to be great, um, a great show because we're really going to be talking about some of the most common mistakes that women have made, um, predominantly women, um, in 2021 when they've been starting their own home fitness business. That's what we're going to be going through tonight. So please say hello. Hi Kelly, great to have you joining us. Great to have you here. Hope you've had an amazing and lovely day uh, and I hope you're looking after yourself so as always please hello so as I say tonight we really are going to be talking about and in particular the four most common mistakes that women have made in 2021 when it comes to really starting their own home fitness business so that's what we're going to be going through tonight please if you've got any questions I will try and answer them as well as we go through the live stream tonight so please say hello so what i'm really going to sort of talk about is how that feeling of being in full control of your time of your money and your schedule whilst doing something that you love is actually and i can tell you this for me it is one of the most greatest feelings that you can i believe have as a as a woman um because you really have got, you've got control of your time, you've got control of your money, you've got control of that schedule. And you really, if it's something that you are truly passionate about, it's doing something that you love. That is an incredible, uh, incredible feeling. And I think for those of you that perhaps have done a nine to five in the past or have had a job or are still in a job that you're just really doing to kind of cover some of those costs and especially right now when we're kind of going through all the energy and um, price increases with obviously inflation we've got uh, so much going right on right now that we're all we're all feeling that squeeze and what i want to talk about is that you can really earn good money using your passion for dance and for fitness and you can really have that home fitness business and that's what I'm sharing with you tonight and whether eventually that you want it as something where you can leave your existing job or whether you are um, just really wanting to do more to really support the family through kind of it, it's it's quite it's quite uh, difficult times or whether you're just wanting to start a part-time business with this I'm going to be sharing you, with you some of the common mistakes that women have made in 2021 hi Adrian great to have you here hi Sarah fantastic to have you here and for me I think there is you know nothing else like really having a business that is something that you are truly passionate about that you're in control of you are the boss somebody isn't telling you what to do and 
that's what we're really going to be talking about because I think when you use your innate desire for dance and fitness and you turn it into a lucrative career, that you can get to enjoy that financial, that time freedom. And you can also have really fulfilling days growing as well and you'll grow in recognition from other fitness and wellness professionals. And you really are going to be providing something incredibly valuable to others whilst keeping yourself as well you're going to be keeping yourself fit and you're going to be keeping yourself healthy as well and somebody else is saying hello sorry i can't see your name but great to have you joining here and there are let's let's face it there are obstacles that you have to overcome before you get to that position of having that time and money and financial freedom um Yes, you need to gain the relevant qualifications. You do need to spend money on your training. Um, but you also have to have that business plan. You really need to make sure that you've set up a budget and you have to make sure that you have your website and you've got your social media ready so that you can really attract clients. Um, and that can be one of the most difficult challenges when you're really starting out. And that's what we're going to be talking about, the mistakes that... Uh, I know some some women in 2021 have experienced and I don't want you to do that if this is something that you want to do I want to make sure that I am helping you as much as I possibly can so that you that you know what the difficulties are you know what the obstacles are and we're here to really guide you through this and I've got a lot of people saying hello sorry I can't see your names it'd be great to have you really great to have you joining us so this is what we're going to be really talking about and if you don't know you know, kind of the common mistakes, it can, it can truly leave you, you know, falling well, well short of the mark. And it can actually really stop you from ever making, you know, making a difference, making the world a better place, for, you know, and really stop you, you know, from getting out of that nine to five, if that's what you want to do, or whatever it is that you're doing. We're going to go through some of the mistakes that you don't need to do if this is something that you truly want. And it really doesn't have to be as challenging as you think, in, far from it in fact, simply by really implementing the right tried and tested techniques, you can be touching the lives of others in ways you have only dreamt about. You can be monetizing your passion and you can be working whenever you want without experiencing any of the common frustrations that I'm actually going to be going through with you tonight. Because, hi Deborah, great to have you. Because here at Ballyby Fit and in the Bally Fitness Room, we are, we've been doing this now, gosh, I've been doing this for I think it's 10, 10 years. We are experts at really helping women um, to have a part-time, a full-time, leave that nine-to-five job and really get out of that rat race and stop having a boss, say, breathing down your neck. Um, we are really here to help you have that financial freedom. And I've helped you know, hundreds and hundreds of uh, ladies really finally leave that nine-to-five and gain time, financial freedom and really call the shots you know without going through all the kind of you know I've been doing it for 12 years so I've made mistakes so I can show you the right way to do this so that's what we're going to be going through tonight and Deborah's saying uh, you're jumping on for now I know you always have to um go for a class on a Monday but thank you for jumping on um for a while and yes I hope everyone everyone is well so we're going to really be going through some 
powerful industry secrets tonight, which I've accumulated during my time in the health and fitness industry. And this is really going to help you if you want to ditch your day job, if you need that extra income, as I've been talking about, as we're feeling the squeeze with inflation, everything that's going on, energy prices, all of that, we're going to really help you get that financial freedom. And we're really going to help you feel in full control of your time, your money, and your schedule as well, how you're living out your life, what you're doing. So you're really going to feel that you've got that right balance in your life. So we're really going to kickstart your journey to success tonight so that you can truly transform your passion for dance and fitness into profit and really cultivate a solid foundation for a career that serves the world. And it actually lights you up without burning you out. So let's let's really get into this then. So let's go through the four most common mistakes women made in 2021 when they were starting their own home fitness business. So it really is, as I say, sadly, when it comes to kind of ditching your day job, doing whatever, you know, women have made uh, some mistakes which can actually cost them dearly if you're not careful. And you could... You could follow in their footsteps, but tonight we're going to go through really how you can have that time, money and financial freedom. So this is what we're going to be going through. And I think one of the first uh, most, well, one of the uh, first most common mistakes is it's about be, trying to be a fit for everyone. This is this is what we do, you know, far and away the most common mistake women uh, make is trying to be a fit for everyone. We see it. We see it all too often in the industry, and honestly, we've lost count of how many people we've come across who have made this error. Given, given how vast the differences can be in different types of training that you're offering, you can't be all things to everyone. So don't try. Think about who your ideal client is, who your audience is, and exactly what you are going to offer. Because you can't be all things to everyone. You just can't. So don't try to do that. So if you're new to this and you're just starting out in your training journey, then it might, it really might seem like there is intense pressure from clients who want everything done now and actually at any cost. And this may um, net you a couple of customers short term, but it really does hurt long term because it it's muddying the waters on your marketing strategies it, it makes it harder for potential clients to really find out exactly what you do exactly what you offer so you really want to know exactly what it is you're offering and don't try to please everyone we all have our strengths and it's important to use them wisely and the bets the best fitness professionals know what they do well. And that's what you need to think about. You need to think about your skills and know what you do well. And let customers find out for themselves how great you are at helping them achieve their goals. Because when you do this, when you're focused on helping your customers achieve their goals, you're going to be really making sure that that they're going to get there. And then by that, you're going to get referrals, you're really going to grow, you're going to be, be, become more of the expert in what you're delivering. And making sure that potential clients can see that, you know, the history and the dedication that you're doing behind your service is really, really important in what you're, be, you know, in what you're offering. So the first mistake 
to avoid is trying to be a fit for everyone. And that is really important that you think about what you're offering and really think about your ideal clients, what it is you offer, what service it is that you offer. And I've got Leanne and I've got Daniela here. Hi, everybody. Um, yes, I hope, Daniela, you're recovering well. Lovely to have you have you on tonight. So I really want you to really think about not being a fit for everyone. Think of your style, think of your skills, and really think about what it is you want to offer. Um, I was talking to uh, someone, the another lady the other day, and I was explaining that one of our instructors really is uh, a specialist in uh, mobility and flexibility. Then we have another lady who is really a specialist in helping women overcome menopausal issues. So there's so much, or it could be uh, that you're helping, uh, we've got the GP referral um, uh, as well. There's so many areas that you can study we've also got somebody that's really uh, supporting people with dementia we've got somebody that's supporting people that have suffered or are going through cancer so there's so many and then we've also got a class where it's associated with really supporting people through uh, bereavement and, and well-being and mindset through movement so there's so many areas that you can really go into so really really think about your target audience who you're going to be uh, helping and really don't be a fit for everyone become the expert in your field and then the next mistake that um we really see is lacking a consistent process and this is really important it is another common mistake and it is really up there with trying to be a fit to everyone in terms of the amount of time it costs um, you know, women wanting who want to really be their own boss without burnout because it is a really easy mistake to avoid is this, but it happens way more often than it should. It's the sign of a good business and professional ownership to have standard processes around how you contact your leads, how you set your appointments and how you conduct your sales consultation, how you really onboard your clients. So really think about your business processes and make sure that you have a consistent process because that is really going to save you time and it is important to do that from the right from the beginning it, it's in small businesses uh when we start out we often go through that you know can go through this tough learning process on on their sales front and uh, on the sales front rather and you know what they say about the best laid plans. A new business owner who is trying to set themselves apart from, say, corporate fitness by having a more personal interaction with clients might find that this style actually really works for a while, a while. But it's inevitable that problems will arise. You lose track of uh, your prospects, you know, your, your potential customers, and you fail consistently at contact them, contacting them again or convincing them to really uh, join your classes, your programs, because what you're doing is your pitch, what you're telling them, how you're approaching them is changing. It's very, you know, it varies every single time. So you really need to think about how you're going to do your sales process, how you're going to onboard your clients, and really how you're going to have uh, good customer interactions. Because the only way really for your fitness business, the only way it can grow is if you apply actually big business efficiency 
to all your customer interactions. And this means setting up consistent practices for meeting, for interacting with clients, and as I say, the appointment setting, the signups. And when you get that consistency, it really works for your business. And then as your business grows, you've got those processes in, in place. And I'm not saying that things need to be scripted. I'm not saying that. Just make sure that you have a framework that keeps you on track and puts the customer's mind at ease, that they know they're in a business that it really is professional and it's focused on their goals, it's focused on their um, objectives, what they're hoping to achieve. And you've got that good customer interaction from the sales process of attracting clients right through onboarding and right through how to you actually coach um coach your clients from your classes to if you have any online coaching programs whatever it is make sure that you have systematic business processes be consistent within your business and then another mistake that i that we, we find here is that we find this sometimes there's too many enrollment options and this is really important to this this is really important to think about this might be this might mistake might not be as common as the first two that um, i've outlined tonight but it doesn't actually make it any less harmful in fact i think it could be one of the most costly out of the three um, because an error that really could see you throw away thousands and thousands of pounds and leave you further away from achieving your goal than when you first started. Think of it, what I want you to do is I want you to think of it like this. Have you ever gone to a restaurant with an absolutely enormous menu and you just, you're just looking through it and you get cross-eyed. You just can't think what you want. And then when you find something to order, you feel you still feel actually uncertain whether it was the best option out of so many. And I want you to think of it like that. So what I want you to think about is that you really can create that same issue with uh, class membership pricing too. If you offer too many options, the result is that a prospective client might be much more likely to have, you know, need more time to think about what they're gonna what they're gonna do. So, you know, this this is really known as choice paralysis, and that's the thing. If you offer too many options, your clients, your, your prospects are going to spend too long thinking about whether which one it is they're going to do, where they're going to actually, and then there's just that choice paralysis, so they don't do anything, and in the long run that actually can cost you thousands of pounds because you won't get the signups because there's just too much variety. So just think, do you have too many pricing options, class membership options, too many packages? Think of it like when you go to a restaurant and there's just so much on the menu that you just can't decide what to order. You're just staring at the menu. You can't decide. You, you pick something and then you think, oh, no, I'm not sure that's the right one. You look at that and then you really feel at the end uncertain whether it actually is the best option out of all of those choices. And that's the same when you do too many class membership pricing, too many packages, too many offers. Your clients don't, they don't feel confident in the choice that they've made. So make sure that you're clear and concise with your enrollment options and make sure your pricing and your packaging is 
easy to really easy to understand give them two or three really good options and um, exactly uh debbie focus uh for your need and one and you can be authentic absolutely that is so so true so think about giving them two or three really good um good good options for for example rather than tiered price pricing say for um you're doing personal training sessions per week 70 you know 70 pounds each two per two per week six, 60 each that kind of thing decide on a single figure for your training decide what what you believe you are truly worth and charge a flat fee with monthly memberships a simple month to month or 12 month contract with um, and with the 12 months being slightly discounted or three month contract, six month contract, think about what it is. Uh, so, and then all you really need then is that concise enrollment options so that your customers really, really don't have that choice paralysis. And somebody's, hi Rebecca, great to, great to have you, great to have you here. Um, thank you, uh, Deborah, uh, you love this. Uh, uh, Rebecca, hi, yeah, hi. These are Cherry saying these are all great reminders. Thank you, Rachel. It's so easy to slip into bad habits when we're busy, busy with all the other distractions of life. Absolutely, Cherry. And then somebody else has just put, and I just can't read that one. And um, that's just come. Gives me great, um, uh, gives me sweat sometimes. Um, oh, I can't, I can't quite read that. It's too small for me to come through when that come that comes through but thank you for everyone else around the table giving you the death stare ask oh yes the waiters you're on about the menu i get yeah uh, i've got it now i couldn't read the waiters the trip asking if you're ready to order everyone else around the table giving you the death, death stare absolutely you just yeah i don't know who that one's from but that's so true i've been sat there and everybody's actually yeah just waiting for you to um to order aren't they and the waiters have come round I don't know how many how many times so very 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 true thank you for sharing that well it's exactly the same with your memberships you need to make sure that you are really clear and concise with what you are offering and then the fourth and the, uh, the last mistake I'm going to go through with you tonight is I want you to have really be very equal with all of your members and what you're what you're offering don't be you know one off don't be doing one off agreements make sure that what you're offering to um to your members is fair to all so it's really important that you make sure that you're fair to all of your clients all of your members um by not doing one off one off agreements because this is this is you know this actually can be um quite costly too and it is it is common practice for fitness business owners to let their hunger for a sale override the sense of fairness and give some customers discounts or added bonuses while charging others a full price. But for both moral and practical reasons, this, this really is bad business. You need to make sure that your customers feel valued, they feel respected, and really be sure to charge all of them equally. Because if they know that some are being charged more than others for the same service or the same product, then this will likely not only reduce their respect for you, but will also limit how much time these individuals spend with you in future visits, in 
you know, sign-ups and what they're going to uh, work with you because they won't feel that they're respected um, and therefore they won't have respect for you because you must be fair and equal uh, to all of your clients. And working, working where you can openly answer any question that arises concerning pricing is, is more satisfying um, and it's a more satisfying, it's a more happier experience. You're going to feel comfortable with it. And um, you might be sort of thinking to yourself, well, what about what about sales? What about special promotions? When someone joins under those, can I give a discount? Yes, you can, but do it so carefully that you're paying attention to how your full price members will also view the deal when you've got new members coming in on a, you know, on a, on a discounted. The last thing you want to do is alienate your existing members who have been loyal supporters. So if you want to offer a new member discount, make it only on their initial cost at sign up, not on say their ongoing monthly fee. And, because that's what really I think existing clients will tend to really compare most. So really think it might be just on the initial sign up that they get that the disc the discount. So it's a, a and then not on their ongoing feet. So really think about being completely fair to others. And it's gonna sit a lot, lot better with them knowing that they only, you know, they only missed you know, kind of saving some uh, money, your existing clients only miss saving some money on one month and not, you know, not permanently. So make sure that you really are thinking about uh, being fair to all your existing, all your clients, whether that's on signups and whether that's to existing clients, really think about not doing one-off agreements. So those are the really, the four common mistakes that we tend to to really see when um, you're, you're really building, you're starting out and you're really building that home fitness business. So don't be a fit for everyone. Really think about your audience, who your clients, who you're serving, what it is, what your skills are, what you're truly passionate about in where you wanna add value to other people's lives and don't be a fit for everyone. Really make sure that you become the expert in your field that you're known for that and that you're really supporting your clients with their goals and with what they want to achieve then don't have you know make sure that you have a consistent processes in your business make sure you have really consistent processes from how you attract clients and um, to also how you uh, talk to clients um, in terms of the sales process to the onboarding process and then how you communicate with your existing clients throughout throughout their time with you so that they make you make sure that they're accountable you make sure that you're really supporting them so that they are achieving their goals and make sure that you have consistent processes in your business and then the next thing to really think about is not having too many enrollment options really think about that choice paralysis we don't want that so don't have too many enrollment options think about your packages do two two or three options and really make sure it's not that large menu where we can't decide what we want from the menu so think about think about that 
make sure that you're avoiding choice paralysis. And then finally, make sure that you're not doing one-off agreements. Make sure that you are fair to all of your members in terms of what you're offering in pricing structure and in your packages. And those are really the four most common mistakes that we've seen when it really comes to starting and scaling your fitness your fitness business. I really want you to really think about that. Um, and I hope that that has truly just given you a few reminders um, along the way. I can just see um, uh, Kelly's saying great points. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I really want to um, uh, really uh, you think about all of those. Somebody's asking me, I'm just reading, what is a fair price to charge per lesson? It depends exactly uh the area that you are um, working in and what you need to do is look at the community, the area that you're working in, look at what's being offered out there and engage from that. But remember, Bally Be Fit, if you're teaching Bally Be Fit, it is a specialised class, so you can charge uh, slightly more than some certain group exercise classes. So think about that. And it's also, if you're doing... Uh, small exclusive you can ch charge uh, more so it's really how you're packaging it up and if that's um if you want to please message we can chat about that that even further um so sarah's also saying we can chat through that if you like it can vary on your area. so thank you for supporting on that i couldn't see who asked that question so thank you thank you for supporting that so as always please like, follow, share, check out the YouTube channel. Please subscribe to the Ballyby Fit YouTube channel. Really like this, share this. If, if it's not for you, if there's somebody else that you really think who would be interested in learning more about how to start their own um, fitness, dance-inspired fitness business, then please share this um, and hopefully it will inspire them to get going. And remember, this is a really good... It is a good time, an opportunity for you. If you're feeling the squeeze and you're thinking you need an extra income, then Ballet Be Fit and teaching these classes really can give you the opportunity to earn money, do something that you love, and actually look after yourself and keep yourself fit and healthy at the same time. So I hope you've enjoyed Hello Monday tonight. I look forward to another Hello Monday with you shortly take care everybody and i will see you all real soon please like follow share comment as always if you need any further guidance or advice please just message us we're here to help that's what we do at ballyby fit we want to really support you in either starting or growing and truly scaling your bally inspired fitness business so take care everybody and i will see you all real soon Okay, bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to Hello Monday. Be sure to visit the Ballet Fitness Room to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. Join us next time for more tips and techniques. Bye for now.